We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It's a wonderful, wonderful Monday afternoon. It's beautiful out. The sun is setting and uh, it's going to be a nice week. And it's so far so good. A good start to the week here on the Lori and Julia show and uh, still another out to go. How are you guys feeling? All right. Well, we have to get to this story today. And I know it's considered bad form to speak ill of the dead. But Burt Fields, a Hollywood lawyer who bulldozed journalists and enabled a a guy by the name of Pelicano, but represented a lot of big stars in Hollywood, has died at the age of 93. He was a big, big, big entertainment attorney. Yes, and he was a fixer. He enabled private detective Anthony Pelicano, who went to jail for spying on um, Fields' enemies. Although Burt was not uh, himself formally accused. Um, Roger Friedman wrote, forgive me if I'm not sobbing about this guy dying. I'm sure Field's celebrity clients will miss him and leave tributes, particularly Tom Cruise, who has thrived for decades with Fields at his side. Um, He said, Roger Friedman from Showbiz 411 said, I was in court for a lot of the Pelicano machinations. There are endless stories about Burt Fields manipulating and t- manipulating, that's manipulating and terrorizing. I, I love that. That's a new word. I just was noticing it and I'm like, manipulating, that's manipulating and terrorizing just about everyone in Hollywood. He worked he for everyone horrible. and no one was safe for him. Right. He goes to the grave with a lot of secrets. And here's what Tom Cruise. Oh, I know. Uh, he said he was a gentleman, an extraordinary human being. He had a powerful intellect, a keen wit and charm that made one enjoy every minute of his company. I loved him dearly and always will. It was a privilege to be his friend. Well, you paid him a lot of money. because really Here's did. what Burt Fields represented Tom. He worked with Tom when the tabloid in the UK accused him of being, being gay. gay. Yep. He later wrapped Tom Cruise when Bauer Publishing claimed he'd abandoned the daughter he had with Katie Holmes, Siri. Yep. Which he did do. Yeah. And he was also known for defending Michael Jackson when he got hit with the first molestation accusations. Uh-huh. He represented the Beatles, Madonna, Warren Beatty. I don't you know. Name it, you name it. You name it. And yeah. the wiretapping with Pellegrino. What was Pelicano. that? Pelicano. What was that? It was for in to intimidate a journalist who was reporting yes. on was it, one though? of his clients. I, I can't, can't remember. remember. And he was married to uh, Guggenheim. He, oh, Barbara oh, Guggenheim, wow. he d- died in his Malibu home. And um, he worked with Jeffrey Katzenberg, James Cameron, Dustin Hoffman. Basically, if someone needed a fixer or I something I think this would fixed. be a good bio yeah. movie. This mm-hmm. would be a good one. Mm-hmm. He, he represented Tom Cruise when he got divorced as well from Katie Holmes. Yeah. 
Or she got divorced from him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm dying to know because we knew that case. We knew that wiretapping case. Um, yeah. Who was on the other end of it? I, I can't remember. I mean, if you want to do that for sometime for a vintage yeah. scandal, but Pelicano, Anthony Pelicano was a private detective. Yep. He spent 10 years because he was got federal charges of wiretapping and racketeering. And he, um, yeah, he just, anytime anyone needed a really tough attorney to defend what they believe their interests, that's when he would get hired. Yeah. Because he was relentless. He would fix yep. whatever needed fixing as far and, as you're concerned. And you know what's happening now, Lori? Mm. I just have been getting a couple... Um, Manipulizing Manip- email, but emails. I'm speaking about manipulizing. I'm thinking of Ray Donovan, the fixer. We're just talking about yeah. fixers. And Showtime, you know, I'm starting to get emails from studios that they are releasing box DVD sets again. Mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't had this around for years. Yeah. And I, I think they're really pushing this because there's a streaming, you know, I just kind of like this idea because you have access to it then and you don't have to buy a damn seam, yeah. you know, streaming service. So I just, that is the best show, people. Mm-hmm. Ray Donovan and that movie, so Delivered. Good. Oh, I, we loved that show. One bad year out of the yeah. six. Had one, everyone seems to have one crappy year. Yeah, Sons of Anarchy yeah. did. Their fourth uh, year one was bad. Year. Breaking Bad didn't have a bad year. It didn't. I didn't think so. No. Nope. I didn't think it had one bad off thing, but that was perfect six seasons. Yeah, you know, but something about Sons that. of Anarchy was only six, but their mm-hmm. fourth one was and, bad. And a lot of people like to clamor for more, but sometimes like shows like Sons and yeah. like Breaking Bad, it that's enough. Like, yeah, you know, it is. There's shows that out outlast what they really should. All right. right. So okay, so back to Bullet Train because yes. it, you know, Josh, you talked about it, but Lori also said it was supposed to. It cost ninety million to make. They were hoping in the $50, $60 million range for opening weekend. It was a train in vain, to quote the clash. But I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> yeah. It it had horrible reviews. Yeah. Horrible reviews, but the audience, about 80% of the audience yeah. liked it. Yeah. So it's another one of those, you know. He, you know, here, Chris Hewitt gave it two and a half stars. Yeah. And he told me that you and I, because we talked, he said you and Julia wouldn't like it. He said because the story doesn't make any sense. Right. And it's so... He said, "You'll hate it." I know you. It's just a like fast-paced it. popcorn movie for. But maybe not. Um, it doesn't make sense because everybody's on the train. Like the gray man can make less sense because they're going to different cities. Yeah. And, but this, everything takes place on this train. Right. So Chris was like, "Yeah, there's a lot of things that just don't make sense." Sure. Whereas, because I was like, "How is it different from right. the gray man?" Yeah, right. I don't know, going to different cities, and I got to say, there is something to that. Right. In that movie for making a popcorn movie. But, you know, August is a long month. Maybe other people are going to get on board the bullet train. Mm-hmm. The movie I'm kind of excited about, and I know Grant would would watch this because we watch these types of shows, but the Idris Elba, where he and his family are in South Africa and they're stalked by a lion and it's just called Beast. Yes. And it just kind of looks like this TV show called Prey that used to be on P-R-E-Y and kind of one of these. It looked good. And Idris was on the Today Show this morning talking about the movie and no lions were harmed in the filming. It was a CGI lion. But I was, Savannah said it was very good that she had seen it and it looked good to me, this Prey. 
Idris Elba is going to be on Jimmy Fallon today. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of excited. This seems like it would be a movie um, that will come roaring in and people will go and see it because we just don't, we haven't gotten a good like movie like this that involves an animal that's, that's, you know, gone awry and won't let this family be. And there they are out in the, you know, wherever. Yeah. Well, they're in South Africa, so they're on a game reserve. Or a, not a game reserve, but a park. Maybe they're at Kruger National Park, which could be, I don't know, 250,000 square miles. Mm-hmm. You go into those parks, like when you go into the Serengeti, it is gigantic. It's like as big as Yellowstone. I don't feel like I want to enter that after that book. Oh, the lioness? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. I wonder what's happening with him in that book. I, I tell so everybody good. to read it. No, but so I, I want to see Beast with Idris Elba and uh, Joe Coy's Filipino comedy Easter Sunday, which should have been released at a different time. That needs to get to streaming right away because I think people like it. And He's then, so funny. He is so funny. He is and so then funny. Lean, and then um, whoever put money into Lena Dunham Sharp Stick, it's not getting back uh, any. They're not two weeks in, and the movie brought in forty two thousand. Dollars, mm-hmm. yeah. So, mm-hmm. but Top Gun is still in theaters. I mean, are Scientologists hypnotizing each other to go to this movie? No, it's a good movie. No, but I mean, I wonder if they they're so trying funny. that just You're to get so it all going. No, it is such because it's, a it's fun not. Movie. But you wouldn't go see it two, three, four times. Grant saw it twice. Uh, at My the kids would see it twice, but at still. the most, I'm just saying. I think the Scientologists are paying a premium to get oh, their people so to funny. see. Oh, Julia, do not underestimate the thinking. Of the Scientologist. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And Aaron Taylor Johnson, in an interview, says Brad Pitt told him he has a good list and a bleep list of actors he will and won't work with. Who doesn't have that of people you will and will not work with? An odd thing to admit in the Sam? promoting of a movie that has multiple people on it. It's an odd, weird admission. Well, it was Sam Johnson's. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson, who's married to Sam Johnson. It was his admission. Brad probably didn't want him to say that. That's what I'm wondering. Um, Because Aaron Taylor Johnson... Is the co-star in Bullet Train, Yes, and feels very strongly about people he will never work with again. So So it's his issue. Okay, because he's like, oh yeah, Brad has a good list of... He's got it too. Yeah. Yeah, but Aaron's also been in some crap movies to get to a movie like 100%. this. One hundred percent. I feel like I, I saw Aaron speaking out of back turn. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. So. Okay, that's what I, I. I think he's speaking out of turn. Thank you, Julia. Rub me the wrong way. And you know, <laughs> I don't always defend anything, Brad Pitt. I know but, you yeah. don't, but I feel like I felt like that was odd. I read uh, that whole thing, and I'm like, why would you say such a dumb thing? All right, but yet. Who doesn't have a list of people you will and will not work with again? I don't have a list of people. Oh, I, Lori, will and will work I have with. one, and it's you. Oh, <laughs> we'll be right back with the dirt alert. Holly, hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Hi. Lori and Julia. You know, the sad news coming out of Hollywood this afternoon is the death of Olivia Newton-John. Yes. Yes, this one hurts. Yeah, uh, news broke this afternoon on her official Facebook page that Olivia Newton-John died this morning at the age of 73. She was surrounded by friends and family, and uh, it, it's a it's a sad one. You know, a lot of people coming out and paying tribute in the world of Hollywood. Uh, some of the people uh, going to social media to share their condolences, including but not limited to her Grease co-star John Travolta. Oh, that made us cry what he wrote. Oh, this is what he wrote. 
wrote, he posted a picture of Olivia Newton-John wearing a delightful denim shirt straight from the 70s. My dearest Olivia, you made all our lives so much better. Your impact was incredible. I love you so much. We will see you down the road and we will all be together again. Yours from the first moment I saw you and forever. You're Danny. You're John. It made us cry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John as Danny and Sandy in Greece, one of cinema's most iconic couples. For sure. And they they never had a thing. Ever. Mm -mm. They were always, Mm -hmm. it was a platonic thing. She said she thought about it. But mm-hmm. then it just, you know. It, she said, I, but it's probably best that we didn't. He was involved. He was with the older woman, Diana, Diana Highland. Highland. Yeah, from where they met on the TV movie, The Boy in Boy the, the Bubble. Yes. Right. Look at how we remember this <laughs> oh stuff. Is that like just legendary oh, yeah. no, John Travolta it, it thing? Because then she dies at 42 of breast cancer. He did. Uh, yeah. And then his wife died of breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Kelly Preston. Yes. Yeah. yeah, she passed away just several years ago. Uh, other celebrities paying tribute to Olivia Newton-John this afternoon. Richard Marks. Uh, My heart is broken. Rest now, sweet friend. You're a kind and loving person as there ever has been. I miss you every day. And he posted pictures of them throughout the decades, even dating back to what looks like the mid-1980s. Oh, really? Yeah, of the two of them. Katie Couric, Marley Maitland, uh, all paying tribute. The Academy, the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences, and her daughter, Chloe Latanzi, posting an adorable picture of herself as a young girl kissing her mom, Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I've got to call Casey's daughter after work today. because She's going to be oh, devastated about Sandy. That was like her 11-year-old crush. I know. I sent it was to Sandy. my friend. Uh, yeah. You know? Grease was one of those movies. It, that it was tra- our movie. You all, it was, not only was it your movie. Yeah, it was everybody's. It was everybody's movie because mm-hmm. that movie was re-released in theaters on its 20th anniversary. That's right. And kids, I will say, I was probably in middle school when that happened, and people were obsessed yes. with the movie Grease. Yeah. The, obsessed with the soundtrack, obsessed with the movie. Still, productions of Grease being put on stage probably in high schools across the mm-hmm. country as we speak. Yeah. Well, we had we played Grease at CHS Field a few years back, yeah, remember? Yeah, we did that at our party. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. We did the, the Grease sing-along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So really, that that is just a, a touchstone movie, a classic performance from Olivia Newton-John. And of course, she had a popular recording career in her own right. Let's get physical. She got a yeah. little racy there in the early 80s. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> changed her image because she did a lot of like sweet, pretty pop songs yeah, in did. the early 70s. You know, yeah, it almost kind of had like a country twin. Country, to them. yeah. Let me be there and please, Mister Please. And she did that cover of the uh, Bob Dylan, Dylan song, song that George Harrison recorded with you or without you. Or I- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I can't remember the name of it, but very, like, then Grease changed. She got it's to have a different career. If not, not for, for you. you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and then she went straight to the roller disco in yeah. Xanadu. Right. Um, is that a campy cult classic yes. now, Holly? It is. It is? Yes. Okay. Did you like that movie, Julia? Hated it. <laughs> really? But hated it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. Hated it. You were thinking you were getting... <laughs> oh, no, because it's too. And it was... Yeah. And, and it just, was just so... What yeah, is this? Hated it. Yeah, and you thought you were getting Grease too, but instead you got Gene Kelly and a roller disco with music yep. by ELO. It was just... that the same guy, Carr, Alan Carr, who did Grease? Yes. So, boy, so he, what went off in the four years between those two movies? Cocaine? Well, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, he <laughs> kind of had, uh, he was sort of a wild man in Hollywood, wasn't he? Yeah, Alan Carr, the producer. Uh, he also produced uh, the stage play La Caja Fall. He would be a good subject, you guys, for for a nice, juicy, vintage scandal. Was doing a little homework over the weekend about Alan Carr producing the 1989 Oscar ceremony. That one where Rob Lowe was Snow White's blind date Mm -hmm. at the Mm -hmm. Coconut Grove. Oh, yeah, that was epic. Oh, my gosh. And one last, Olivia Newton-John, my older sisters had koala blue t-shirts. Oh, Mm. remember? Yes. Yes. Her line. They were the coolest things ever and i was so jealous so olivia newton john back in the late 80s had her own casual fashion chain that's right koala blue mm-hmm. oh they goodness. did oh my gosh Good. and then remember her boyfriend that pretended that he was missing went overboard and then was found like six years later living in a fishing village in mexico is he Faked still alive death? yes <sighs> and like put Olivia through all oh, of that and then, and then unraveling like he owed people money and it was all very sketchy. Oh, I, I didn't even know the status of that. Her missing boy. Of, oh, that he was, was a boyfriend. He was, was like boyfriend. A, he was like her boyfriend of six years or something. Cause she came in studio with her husband and they had just, they'd gotten married like two years before. So it must've been 2010 when she was in the studio. Can I tell you the name of the drink that they were promoting? Yeah. The organic it? drink, Camu Camu Berry Magical Zamu. Yeah. We tried to talk as little as possible about that because we were just like, what the but There's hell? kind of a classic if you want to see a classic cut because she was um, promoting this drink on the, who's the English guy, the funny late night guy who has the different people on. Oh, the Friday night yeah, guy. No, the, yeah, what's his Graham name? Norton? Graham, Graham Norton. Graham Norton show. And she's on with Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon Osbourne. And she's promoting this drink. And she's drink. promoting this drink, and Ozzy Osbourne is trying to drink it. Like, what a, yeah. what a bunch of... But, and he's, like, opening his eyes. It's hysterical. It's a very hysterical cut. Watching him, oh, yeah, I feel, I feel like, rejuvenated. Right. Okay. I'm having blueberries. <laughs> and Sharon, and, My and, antioxidants yeah. are going up. And, and uh, Olivia's like, what did he say? And Sharon's like, you know, it's nothing. Yeah, right. it. <laughs> oh, my god, It's gosh. kind of funny. Oh, well, go seek. I bet that is on YouTube. It is on YouTube. It's funny. It's just funny. And that was when she was she came by because... She called her husband Amazon John. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so Olivia Newton-John again, uh, dead at 73, mm-hmm. so lots of lots of good memories there. Uh, giving you an update on Anne Heche. She is in a coma. 
and fighting for her life, according to a statement from TMZ. Her people saying that shortly after the accident that happened with Anne Hage on Friday afternoon, where she crashed her car into a house and it burst into flames, uh, that Anne Hage became unconscious, slipping to a coma and is in critical condition. She has a significant pulmonary injury requiring mechanical ventilation and burns that require surgical intervention. I mean, she was in a burning car for a half hour at least that was inside a house. I, I don't know how she, she... I hope for her. I don't know how she was even alive. I don't either. It, it, that This, I think, is an instance where you can use the word miracle. It is a miracle, but I mean, I feel like she... I feel like she this, doesn't this want This has got to be very severe injuries. Uh, and I don't... I don't know that she can recover. Yeah, I it's if she's in a coma. She's in a coma. Well, you they know. put you in a coma too. I yeah. think for burns. Yeah, she's in critical condition. So that's what we can tell you, and that's what Anna Hayes's yeah, people are bad. saying it's this afternoon. Bad. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. Thank, thank you, Holly. Thank you. Summer loving. This is a good intro for Sex Monday. Indeed, and that's why it is that time, five thirty on a Monday. Time for some Sex Monday. So let's talk about sex. Um, in honor of Celebrate Female Orgasm Day, which is always is on today? August eighth, it yes, didn't it is. show up on the on the on the you on know the, on the in the machine in the machine today for me. Well, the machine is very conservative. <laughs> I didn't want us to I know. I think you're right. It was Female I Orgasm Day, right. and the record for most female orgasms is 134 in one hour. In an hour. In an hour. All right, let me think. Oh, my let's, word. Let, that's, let me that's, just think of that's yesterday. That's just uh, too much. Well, I, 122. Yeah. I guess I didn't. Shoot, I missed. Shoot. I could have called Guinness. Guinness. I know. Anyway, but this is, uh, you know, I can't give you my verified source on that one. So, um, uh, a couple of other sexual things I thought that we would go over because... Um, People don't realize maybe that um, we're sexually hardwired until we go. That if you stop having sex, it's because you either want to, can't, you're not in a position, there's no one around, whatever, you know. Right, right, right. So if nothing else, having sex, you know, having orgasms by yourself is better than nothing. Um, Because the sex helps us in so many, many ways. Like in uh, research that was published recently in Psychological Report showed that people who had sex just twice a week have a 30% increase in an antibody called IgA. Nothing to do with beer, but sex... <laughs> That's IPA. Yeah, I know. <laughs> sex improves the antibody levels, which improves your immune system and can reduce severity of a virus. So... um it's just, it gives you good immunity. I like that. knowing that, yes. It also, uh, um, like, if, like, it's been three or four weeks, like, I'll use a man as an example. If a man abstains for three or four weeks, uh, he will have an increased libido and be good and horny. Okay. But if it a goes long- past 12 weeks, okay. the testosterone drops, and then it becomes a case of use it or lose it for men. Because we have talked about that, you have otherwise you will lose your horniness. Maybe I'm not talking about the 20 and 30 something year olds, but like 40 year olds old. But the mm-hmm. sex is self fulfilling. It gives us our happy hormones, and uh, for guys, it is a use it or lose it, and it is the same for women too. Use it or lose it. If you're not, if you don't have anyone to have sex with, 
get a vibrator, right, have exactly. your hand, right, you know, right, right, your, right, 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 right. Be doing that because it's 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 good for you. Motion is lotion. <laughs> oh God! Lord. Okay. Um, and I, also that makes me really happy that you just said that. Motion is lotion. <laughs> it's true. Whether it's walking or you know yes. having orgasms, but also um, mental health. Numerous studies have shown that people who are sexually active with a partner that they enjoy have fewer bouts of depression and anxiety and are able to manage daily stress better. Also, for men. Uh, prostate cancer. Sexually uh, active men have a reduced risk of prostate like what cancer. Is it you should one? ejaculate three times a week. Okay. Okay. Well, that's something. I actually, as your sex doctor, I encourage an orgasm a day. That's what well, I would course. be happy with. Okay. I wish everyone would masturbate daily, but well, who am I, Julia? I am not Dr. Masturbation. Well, you've yeah. been. I think that's a nice thing to advocate for, though, for people, because look at if it reduces your stress levels, if it reduces depression, if it reduces for men. You look seven to ten years younger. Oh, my God. Am I 14 today? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, you're seven to ten years younger than what your age is. Not that it's not going to keep making you. It's not like some kind of fountain of youth that way, but it does look make you look younger. And if you are having a lack of a libido, that means your hormones are flagging. And so that's an issue. And it can be for both men and women. Absolutely. And also blood pressure. It's very, uh, you know. It's good for that. It's good for that because the spike in testosterone can lower your blood pressure. You know. Okay. And also, uh, you know, the the prostate thing for men is very, like if they are not doing it, then. Well, I mean, my dad said to me, he goes, if you live to be 90, every man will have prostate cancer. He said, everything that happens to you as a young man doesn't catch up to the fact that you won't think about it as much in your 80s and 90s. Okay, there you go. Yeah, this is okay about it. Completely unofficial. My dad is also not a doctor. Well, right. (laughs) Just like me, I'm not. I am not a doctor. We both like to talk about this topic in our family. Oh, very much. So. Mm-hmm. It's always fun. And remember, remember this little fact about the old sperm uh, that comes out of a man. A single human male produces enough sperm in two weeks to impregnate every fertile woman on the planet. And crazy? yet, we have been told as women, it is not your body. You cannot do what you want with it everywhere. Isn't that, crazy? And that is the craziest sperm that that's fact that, that, that a man has enough sperm that if he could, he would be able to impregnate every fertile woman on the planet. That he is yeah, two weeks at a time if it yeah. builds up. Oh, yeah, wow. that's a lot. I know. I wonder why they didn't have that be part of the storyline of Station Eleven, which was I never apocalyptic. Saw that. Oh, that's a good show. Kind of, kind of, you know, it's sci-fi. It's set, you know, it's a. Uh, it's it's set in the future when something bad happens that makes COVID look and like that's nothing. Good. Station Eleven, yeah, it got nominated for a lot of Emmys. Have you seen that? Is it Station? I've seen Station, Station Nineteen. No, Station Eleven. Okay. It's on Station Netflix. Station Nineteen was a movie. Yeah, was it? No, yeah. I don't know. Let's not get sidetracked yeah, yeah, yeah. for my Station Sex. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. I brought it up. I brought it all up. Right. I know it. Um, and um. So, yeah, that is just a wild thought to think that one man. So if you are writing a post-apocalyptic novel and you just need one male protagonist 
to repopulate the world, you could do it. You could do it. You All could right. write your book with this being a, because that is factually correct. Wow. That's a, that's a big, big Now, number. a single sperm contains 37 and a half megabytes of DNA. So one ejaculation is the combined capacity of 62 MacBook Pro laptops. <laughs> okay, that's really funny. Okay, that's funny. That's funny. I don't know why I'm giving all this sperm information when it's Celebrate Female Orgasm Day. Well, isn't that wild, though? That's how potent. And the DNA, and that's why, like, um, they're doing cold case stuff with running DNA because we're so much better at it now. Because if there's even just a A a tinge of it, it tells you a lot. It does not lie in that way. So... Anyway, if I said this to you, Julia, would I know what you mean? It's time to go get your Schwinger Schaft Verhutungsmittel. It's time to go get a hot dog for dinner. <laughs> Bingo! It's German for contraceptive. Okay. By the time you say it, it's too late. <laughs> I'm just going to go get a hot dog for dinner. <laughs> there you go. That is another way of saying it. Oh, this has been the. Where it is, Sex Monday. I, uh, you can tell I spent all weekend having reunion fun and did not do one little bit oh, of journal reading. Perfect. Oh, no please. journal reading for this girl. Oh, you, we still learned a lot. Oh, didn't we? Uh huh. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. The world is is mourning Olivia Newton John, uh, uh, who died today at seventy three. Just I saw Pamela McNeil posted something on Facebook. You know, as a singer songwriter. You know, there's just like, you don't realize all the ways that someone impacts you, you, you know, and we've just had Olivia, you know? Yeah. Always. We, always, always. Always. Yeah. And yeah. just loved her. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I sure wish we had that audio of when she was in studio. No, I know. What you kind of wish we would highlight like, oh, this was this. this was Do that. we just erase over the tape or is there no tape, Julia? Why are you asking <laughs> Explain me? to me how this mm, works. I don't know. Um, anyway, but, but she, I mean, really a miracle, you know, 30 years of sharing her journey with breast cancer. Yes. And she did a lot for, you know, just uh, raising awareness research. and research and money and being a symbol of hope and everything. So, um feel feel bad for uh you know her family yeah she's got she's got like um she has her husband and her daughter she's got a sister a brother a brother and her nieces nieces, yep nieces and nephews nephews, yeah anyway i know all right well in the meantime somebody had their second child that got no attention who Who? chloe and tristan thompson welcomed their second child a baby boy via surrogate i'll tell you what people are bored with chloe I like her house, though. Yeah, I know. That may be. But people are bored with Chloe's story because she it's like if it's, you have a it, girlfriend who keeps say, dating the same stupid type of guy or doesn't learn anything, it, it it's boring. It's boring. And she's boring with her thing with him. And I can't wait to find out. Because I always thought it was ironic that she named her daughter True when she had such a cheating man. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe she'll name this one, you know, so True Blue. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. But, oh, my uh, gosh. What would this one be called? Yeah, Trust. Trust. I, I don't know. But, Cheater. Yeah. Uh, and and I imagine he celebrated the birth of his third son. 
Uh, in a year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> celebrating with Instagram models in Vegas. <laughs> you know, if we could only film that. I oh, should... my gosh. Have you ever, I'm changing gears. Have you ever tried to watch Below Deck? Oh, yeah. Do you love it? You know what? I do like it, but I don't have the time. I, I don't want to watch like I like I can just watch them here and there okay. because I'm always you know kind of amazed at the upstairs downstairs Same. mentality of it. But yeah. you know the people on the upstairs are paying to be on the show, <laughs> so you have to always remember that they're not only paying. To be on the show, they're paying for the boat and they're agreeing to be filmed. For maybe they're getting a discount. Right. So sometimes, you know, the so people might upstairs, be acting a little bit to get a little attention. So it's just a way to be in like how the Bachelor media. and the Bachelor. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And people are like, let's see how many Insta followers right. I can get. Yeah. All right. But so they that's have to why pay. there's such fondness for people who are below the deck, the captain, the other okay. people, because those are the like they they they'd be working no matter what. Okay, so Natasha and Jason on Watch What Happens Live tonight, and I never watch the show, but I always like watching them. Yes. And watch what happens live because it's the shenanigans that happen above the deck and below the deck are intense. Very I think much they're so. kind of fun. Yeah, very much. Mm-hmm. Welcome to below deck all these years later, <laughs> Julia. <laughs> Listen, I'm a slow learner. I had children. Yeah. I had children. We're hearing conflicting accounts of how much sex there's going to be on House of uh, the Dragon, which, you know, HBO Max, that's the one, the prequel to the Game of Thrones. Yes. Now Matt Smith gave an interview to the to Rolling Stone, giving us a completely conflicting account. Is he, he? I thought he was the one that said he didn't find it fun because they have all these intimacy coaches around and there's nothing spontaneous and fun anymore. Yeah, is that him? Well, he didn't exactly say that, but he just said we're, that next sex is a nonchalant aspect of Targaryen life. Oh, please let there be a lot of sex. Well, boobs and dragons—that's what we want. This is the prequel, right? No, what? This is the time of dragons. There are more dragons in this time than there is in the time of Game of Thrones. Mm. So this is when, right, we're going to see a lot of... I don't know, uh, Josh, if you're... When is it starting? It's um, August. We're in August. I know. We're well in. It's the 8th right now. Right. I know. I think it's like maybe next... August 21st. Okay. August 21st. And HBO, we're going to see it. It's coming back. And so knowing they're giving conflicting stories. All right. You know, I I hope there's boobs and dragons. I actually would like to say D, B, and D. I'm glad that you didn't say those words out loud. Thank you for realizing that. D, boobs, and dragons. You can fill in the blank for D. I want a lot of it. Thank you, Lori. Mm -hmm. I I think that was really um, lovely. Um. I just well, I could say bits and I, dragons. We could just call it bits and dragons. I hope we see a lot of okay, bits and dragons. Tell me what. So Kelly Kaylee Kyoko got a new job. She's going to star in Craig Rosenberg's commit commit. Let's see. You say yeah, it. I'm not going to say it. Comedic. Yeah, thriller based on a true story, and it's a Peacock series based on a bizarre true event. And I want you to try to imagine what this event was that included a realtor, a plumber, and a former former tennis star. It must be some true true crime love triangle. Is that what it is? I, it's based on a true event, a bizarre true event. And yeah. she's going to play the married woman. Yeah, it's a love triangle. Ava Bartlett. It's gone uh, completely horribly wrong. Like Pam, 
like with a realtor and a plumber. Yeah, she's going to be the farmer um, mm-hmm. tennis player. Candy, that yeah, one. That, that was one. another one. Selena, not Selena, but Serena. Selena's another woman with the name of S. Won the first round of a tennis match today, singles match for the first time in a very, very long time in Toronto. So maybe she's going to try to make a little comeback for the U.S. Open. Oh, because okay. they're playing hard court services right now. Okay, this, you didn't spoil it for anybody, did you? No. And if I did, you can send me an email, and I apologize um, in advance. Someone just sent me a photo of uh, Teresa Judice and uh, Louis, whose nickname is his name, Louis. Um, he's such a goomba. Anyway, um, it, what other nickname would he have? Well, I'm just saying, you know, it's like Louis okay. is Louis. You right. know, I mean, it's hey, not a nickname. Okay, not she goes, "This is my boyfriend Louis, and his nickname is Louis." She did not. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I have a small forehead. But anyway, someone sent a thing, and they're like, "Look at this wedding. It looks like a wedding of werewolves." Oh, of because of all that hair that and the hair crown, crazy. and then everybody watching as they're dancing, which just looks. Oh, I I don't know. Julia, this is going to end in tears. Oh, gosh. No, mark my words. You're going to remember I said this. Okay. Jules. Oh, I already, you've been saying this forever about this, so it's okay. Oh, yeah. Are you going to watch The Bachelor? I'm going to DVR it. Me too. And um, I'll probably watch it tomorrow morning. Mm Mm-hmm. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. Kind of. I'll With one definitely eye open. speed through it, and maybe I might have some ironing to do while I'm doing it before I go to my Pilates class. Yeah. It's very low on the priority it list. It is very low, but it does get watched. Yeah. It does And happen. I'll look at Twitter tonight to see what, what all the snarky Bachelor Nation has to say. Right. Because they, they're keeping everybody on the straight and narrow. So funny. Anyway, and hopefully you and I are going to get some rest. I know <laughs> I, I am yawned. dragging. I just yawned so big time. And, and I, I don't think I don't think I got to bed before two a.m. either Friday or Saturday. Night. Right, and it's a know, busy weekend. I haven't had a two a.m. or two nights, two nights in a row around. like in a while. Acting like the world's oldest teenager. That's not since my birthday weekend. Oh my gosh. That is a, that's a lot. Yeah, just, it was just, you know, so you're all fun. wound up when you come home from your evening out and you see everybody and then you want to gossip, gossip about, about everybody this, that, and the laugh. other thing and laugh and, oh my gosh. And that, really, my line is, you know, I just love just um, having the flashbacks, high school flashbacks by the name cards. I know you love that's them. Not, because I don't, I don't care if anybody's married. I don't care what their status is. I don't even want to know what they do for a living. You know, you just want to look at the picture and see how they change. No, I want to have a flashback of like something that where we were or a party or homeroom or that's so funny. That's all anyone really does is just kind of reminisce like that. Yeah. Oh, Olivia. Olivia. Thank Thank you, Josh, for all your help. Absolutely. I'm going to be singing. I hopelessly devoted to you on the way home. All right. Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow.